0: friends and welcome back to ghouls night in the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends i'm penny
1: snark and i'm midge munster and today penny i want to talk a bit about one of my personal favorite childhood shows we're gonna have a bit of a uh, big wolf on campus uno reverse here <laughs> Um, But I wanted to start by reading some reviews for this show and see if you can guess what we're talking about today. All right. Okay. So we've got two. The first is a fascinating and textured mixture of cartoon and horror movie conventions. Just a joy to watch. And the second is... The backgrounds are rich and imaginative they composite a lot of show over real photos and occasionally integrate cgi into the cartoon the look is weird and ethereal just like the show itself name that show um
0: all right, this is somewhat of a cheat because I remember you talking about this on a previous episode. Uh-huh. I am gonna guess Courage the Cowardly Dog.
1: It is Courage the Cowardly hey, Dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you watch much Courage growing up? <laughs> I
0: I was scared of this show. You, um, <laughs> I did not watch the show because I would see the commercials for it and I would be freaked out and I did not it watch. Was, it was
1: it was really scary. I I still to this day find a lot of these episodes really really uh spooky. But uh we're going to dive a little bit into just the background, the making of the show and some possible kind of origins and theories and different things relating to it um and get into what made this so ooky spooky. <laughs> Lay it on me. So uh, if you are not familiar with the show, Courage the Cowardly Dog was an American horror comedy series. Um, it was a, just a, a, about an adorable little small kind of purple pinkish beagle <laughs> uh, who was named Courage. And the backstory was that he was abandoned as a puppy and adopted by this older Irish woman named Muriel. And Muriel and her crotchety American husband live <laughs> in a town called Nowhere, which uh, actually was supposedly in my neck of the woods, Nowhere, Kansas. Hey. <laughs> I think I've been there. <laughs> Uh, And they live in this, like, isolated farmhouse. There seems to be no one around for miles. And in each episode, Courage and Eustace and Muriel would get, like, some kind of encounter with either, like, an an unsavory human character or some kind of paranormal or alien phenomenon. Um, And it usually falls on Courage to save his owners from whatever threat is occurring. Um, The fun kind of thing about it was that usually Eustace and Muriel were completely unaware of the danger (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so there has also often been speculation that the monsters only existed to courage um, and that the kind of idea is that you're seeing the world through this small afraid dog's eyes so like normal things look horrifying to him Um, which like (laughs) I get it (laughs) relatable anxiety disorders are real (laughs) um but it it was a really very very fun show and i i watched this religiously growing up which actually like looking back kind of surprises me because as you said it was really scary (laughs) yeah i'm impressed i know i'm so brave (laughs) so this series was created by a gentleman by the name of john r dilworth for cartoon network But before it was a series, Courage the Cowardly Dog was created as a seven minute animated short. And Dilworth pitched it to Hanna-Barbera's animated short showcase called What a Cartoon. (laughs) Hey! And the pilot of Courage that was titled The Chicken from Outer Space uh, aired on Cartoon Network on February 18th, 1996. and you may possibly remember you you penny you you yourself <laughs> may possibly remember that short uh if you owned a vhs <clears throat> i'm so sorry my voice said no not today Mm-mm. if you owned a vhs copy of what famous film with some some hot ladies scooby-doo and the witch's ghost hey <laughs> i do love that that, movie. <laughs> that uh the Courage the Cowardly Dog, Chicken from Outer Space was featured as the short before that film, as a lot of yes, like Hanna Barbera.
0: That, that does sound familiar.
1: Yeah. As a lot of Hanna Barbera animation movies did, they would feature like a little cartoon before the movie. And in this one, it was Courage's premiere to the world. Uh so that segment, The Chicken from Outer Space, was actually nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah uh and and even in looking at that first piece you can start to see how stylistically different it was from anything else on the market at that time um the pictures and the picture frames around the house are like real photos of humans involved in the production um and so there's this kind of unsettling mix of reality mm-hmm. and cartoon uh but unfortunately they lost that nomination to Wallace and Gromit. Ah! (laughs) Um, But out of that, the short was greenlit to become a series for Cartoon Network. And the show Courage the Cowardly Dog premiered on November 12th, 1999 and ran for four seasons up until November 22nd of 2002 with uh, 13 episodes per those four seasons, which uh, every time we do something like this, we have the same thing with like Munsters and Adam's Family i'm like surely there were more episodes I know right <laughs> it, always, like, no. it always feels like now granted they were like uh you know 25 minute episodes or whatever for tv but within each episode there were two like 11 minute segments mm-hmm. so there were kind of two episodes within each of those 13 but still it seems like more uh there have been several attempts at reviving the show including uh what is in my opinion the most unsettling of the courage universe they did a cgi completely cgi special uh in 2014 called the fog of courage and it's so upsetting to see them rendered in like 3d space i absolutely hated it (laughs) (laughs) um and then in june of 2021 not too too long ago there was a direct to video animated crossover featuring once again our other favorite cartoon dog. And there was a film called Straight Out of Nowhere Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. scoobert Doo. scoobert Doo. Uh, and so you can actually stream that film as well as all of the original episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog on HBO Max right now. Um, so if you want to see Scooby Doo and Courage get mixed up in nowhere, that's where you can find that so that's kind of the background of the show um now i want to obviously get into what what made this so ooky spooky and what stands out for me like i said a little bit ago is this mixed media style of animation uh was unlike anything we had seen before and in my opinion unlike anything we've really seen since so uh Dilworth the creator said in an interview that he drew inspiration from this i don't know why this quote like makes me laugh drew inspiration from Looney Tunes mixed with the surrealist paintings of Salvador Dali no of course (laughs) the two most natural things to combine (laughs) exactly um which yeah i can't think of two things more different really um but that was what this show excelled at was kind of jarring the viewer and they were very specific about never using like violence or gore really Mm -hmm. at all they didn't use gore at all there was never any like of that type of scare so it was really just um this unsettling uncomfortability created by the visuals of the show and the design of the characters and one episode in particular that sticks out to me, and probably anyone listening to this podcast who watched Courage the Cowardly Dog uh, is the curse of King Ramses. <laughs> and even if you have not seen the show, uh, you've probably seen this episode memed on the internet because it became very memeable back in like I feel like in the during the during the panini, there were lots of memes happening very true. um but, in an otherwise like flat world they rendered this king ramsay's character in like a three-dimensional cgi and i re-watched this episode in preparation for this for this episode (laughs) um and still to this day it is one of the creepiest things i've ever seen uh are you familiar with the, the image where he's like in the shroud and he's kind of like waving back and forth in the desert maybe i'm I'm googling it now yeah look it up real quick and i bet you'll immediately be like oh yeah
0: courage king oh yes <laughs> yes i know i know this you know that guy <laughs> i know that yep. guy
1: uh, don't like he, that guy nope and he's he does this like return the slab uh which also i found out in this research was voiced by John Dilworth the, hey. the creator um, but it's just such a weird juxtaposition both visually and then there's like this King Ramsey song that they do which I was researching about the the score for the show because so you know for a lot of cartoons and animations and things they have kind of stock libraries of sounds yeah. and music and things um, they were really specific in *Courage the cowardly dog that they wanted to only use things that were like new to the show itself so that they weren't recycling anything Mm -hmm. and were really, they got nominated for several different awards throughout the course of the show for sound design. Um, And there's, they were trying to think of the most upsetting thing that they could think of (laughs) to do for the King Ramsey song. And they were like, what if it was terrible disco? (laughs) (laughs) and so there's like this very weird king ramsay's disco song and it's just like an acid trip but it's so good and horrible at the same time uh and one of my favorite little fun facts about this uh that is one of my favorite things that has ever been done to children (laughs) is that (laughs) out of all what like 50 what would that be like 55 ish episodes of courage um the king ramsay's curse episode was what was featured at the end of the vhs of scooby-doo and the alien invaders in 2000 so you're watching a little scooby-doo alien adventure and then out of nowhere with zero contacts you get this freaking nightmare fuel of an episode <laughs> of courage the cowardly dog and i think that's so funny <laughs> you're
0: like this is the one
1: uh i never had any uh, Scooby Doo VHSs, but if you were a person who experienced this and got blindsided by King Ramsey's curse, I would love to hear about it because I, I think that is so funny. I'm, uh, I'm
0: grateful. I don't think I ever watched that Scooby Doo VHS, <laughs> and I think I would have been very disturbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and that, that's I'm inter- like kind of surprised because I feel like that would have been right at the the peak of our Scooby Doo watching time. 2000 yeah. would have been like age that I was really into that but uh do you uh, from the the commercials and things because obviously you didn't sit and watch episodes mm-hmm. but is there any like creature or thing that stands out that you remember seeing and being jump scared by
0: <laughs> oh gosh I was I feel like I was overall like very like kind of like put off by the animation style Yeah. Like, I always, I've always felt like kind of uneasy with that sort of like, I feel like it's like, it's not dissimilar to like a Ren and Stimpy style of like character design and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I always was like slightly freaked out by those. I also just, I remember, and this, this is going to make, you're going to laugh at this because (laughs) I'm always the one who is like stoic and firm about things. Right but i have al- i was always extremely upset as a child by characters not being believed or by being blamed for things so like i used to get like intense like secondhand anxiety with like mm. a lot of like disney shorts with like pluto in them where like oh. Chip and dale play mean tricks on him and mickey yells at pluto about it yeah and i remember like the 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 like crotchety old man being just like what you doing now and i just like felt like anxious for sure (laughs) and yeah that kind of added on to like my discomfort so that was something That I remember, I was like very, very sensitive to that kind of like secondhand,
1: like cringe. Sure. Well, and that's, you know, also what was so interesting, not just about Courage, but about cartoons in this era in general. I feel like kind of got away with things that now you could never put on and be like, this is for children. (laughs) I think. (laughs) Um, Because it dealt with a lot of really dark, deep stuff outside of, you know, the horror aspect. Because, yeah, I mean, Eustace, like, watching it back now as an adult, I'm like, he's pretty abusive to Muriel and the dog. Um, and, like, even the villains, some of them have, like, really tragic backstories. And I feel like the writers and creators were really specific about making, trying to make the char- all the characters as sympathetic as possible yeah. and being like, these bad guys don't just do bad things to be evil; they have trauma, <laughs> <laughs> trauma. Um, which is like a heavy thing for a six-year-old, <laughs> right? For a child to be like, ah, oh, the complexity of the universe, oh, the duality of man. Uh. Yeah, um, but yeah, that it, it is a very uh, heavy subject matter. A lot of times, which is is fascinating. I very my. Uh, which I I I've watched, like I said, rewatched a couple episodes, and I haven't gotten to this one yet. The other one that upset me so much was it was uh, freaky. I think it was Freaky Fred was his name, and he was like a barber, and he had this like really wide smile, and mm. any kind of like body distortion like that freaks me out. Yeah, <laughs> he was. I just remember he was like a sadistic barber that was obsessed with like. He could like it was almost like compulsive like he couldn't stop cutting people's hair and then they would be like bald like he and he he like shaves Courage and shaves all of his fur off.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! I think I think I remember seeing like Courage is like a little naked potato yeah. guy and I yeah. was like, don't like that,
1: don't like that. Well, that's oh, like even I also, saying that out
0: loud. I'm like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it does. I, I remember know. like as I'm I'm just like looking through it. I know that I I saw this like little red fox
1: guy. Fox devil guy. Yes, the uh well, if it's what I'm thinking of, it's the Cats Motel episode, which was yes. based on Psycho. All um, right, yeah. I don't think I
0: watched the episode, but I remember this that character, character from like it gra-
1: imagery. That's a cool episode too cuz he has like all these pet spiders and bugs and stuff that he tries like he plays like games with his victims and if they lose he'll like feed them to the spiders um and i think it's that episode there's a scene with well, i guess that makes sense because it's psycho like it's based on psycho mm-hmm. uh, muriel's like in the bathtub and one of the spiders comes out and she's like holding the spider between her toes <laughs> to like, keep it from biting her face that's oh a really specific memory that just unlocked in my brain there was also one where there was like this. The 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 villain was like a foot fungus, and it was like a purple Ooh. foot with green warts, and the big toe would like talk. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds very very much animation
0: of this time, <laughs> right? Right.
1: So if you too were scarred by courage, <laughs> <you would. laughs> uh, but there is a another. Element of this that I want to get into that is kind of outside the show itself, because in 2020 there was a moment where Courage the Cowardly Dog was really back on mm-hmm. on the webs, and there was like an, an info meme circulating forums and Reddit and all that that was claiming that Courage the Cowardly Dog was based on a true story. Not with, like, a talking foot, obviously, but... You know, with a You know
0: when there was that mad barber and also this uh, Yeah, creepy... and also a
1: cat running a motel <laughs> with its pet yeah. spiders. I remember. Pepperidge Farms remembers. Uh, but no, it was this photo of a house that looked suspiciously like Eustace and Muriel's house in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had, like, a little info text at the top that said like oh courage the cowardly dog is based on the true story of an elderly couple who lived in this house and repeatedly witnessed a lot of strange paranormal activity and uh, that they had had a run-in with what they claimed was a skinwalker and then it was basically said that they reported these paranormal incidences and then right after that they went missing without a trace and all that was like found in their house was their dog.
0: I think I I remember seeing this.
1: Yeah. Um so that was the info meme which as we know is one of the most trusted sources. Oh yes. No no <laughs> of one our no time. one could put text
0: above a photo if it wasn't true. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, so uh there seems to be no real evidence to back up this claim as as I can find. Um However, there does seem to be some connections to real world things and like real cold cases mm. that could possibly kind of tie this all together. Um, and the house in question in that in that first meme photo thing was uh, located in New Mexico. So there is an actual cold case from an elderly couple that lived in a historic neighborhood called kern place in el paso texas not new mexico uh, but it is right next to new mexico and their names were william and margaret patterson and they went missing without a trace uh and they were last seen on march 6 1957 by a neighbor who was bringing over some girl scout cookies nice. nice um but the neighbor said that when she went over there she felt really unwelcome and that the wife margaret seemed really upset and that william like clearly did not want her there and they disappeared the next day and like left all their belongings Dishes still in the sink they had a fur coat at the dry cleaners and their cat was still in the house um so some similarities there definitely obviously not a dog Mm -hmm. um but it's a really interesting uh cold case because they like (laughs) this has nothing to do with courage the cowardly dog it's just really fascinating they like got sent their accountant got sent a telegram like six days after their disappearance from wh patterson which william's middle name was like duncan so mm. i don't know why they were like yeah, yeah that makes sense sure. wh patterson that's him um and said to like distribute all their assets and ended up distributing like their business because they owned a business like to their competitor <laughs> which mm. like seems extremely Sus. Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, so there's, you know, rumors that they were murdered, there's rumors that they were spies, and that they got like a, you know, up and up and go command and whatever. Um, but it was said that they reports several times that they were seen in New Mexico after their disappearance. Um, but they were never found and they ended up being declared dead in 1964 um which is quite a few years they were went missing in 1957. yeah um but so this could be possibly some inspiration if that uh meme is based in any truth at all this this could be the case um that they're referring to and Spooky. it yeah and it kind of like does tie in with some of the fan theories that uh courage the cowardly dog is like taking place in purgatory more or less Mm -hmm. there's kind of fan theories that they're because there seems to be nothing else there except the house with these two people and the dog and then all these monsters um that they are trapped in some kind of middle ground and can't get out and so uh if these people kind of went missing into the ether they could be trapped in this purgatory space you know uh the other story that possibly ties in uh to courage is a a lot more sinister uh if any of our listeners are also true crime people you are probably familiar with the name david parker ray also known as the toy box killer Mm. Uh, very 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 horrible individual um but ray abducted and murdered women from a town called truth or consequences in new mexico and surrounding areas And there is a secondary image that has also circulated online in Courage the Cowardly Dog forums showing what is supposedly, quote, the real Courage house, which is different than the one in the info meme. Um, And it does look literally exactly like the Courage the Cowardly (laughs) Dog house, like down to the windmill and the positioning of the house on the road, like everything about it is identical. Um, Now, whether or not that is a real image, I don't know. Um, But it does circulate from time to time. And so, supposedly, this house is the house of one of Ray's victims in the town, Truth or Consequences. Um, And, you know, because of this correlation, there have been people who have tried to maybe tie the events that happened with the Toy Box killer to the events encouraged cowardly dog just in the sense of um gaining access and trust to people and coming into their homes and causing a ruckus um and because ray was said to have had nearly 60 victims most of whom's remains were never found his time as an active serial killer was really closely linked to the legends and stories of the New Mexico Skinwalker, mm. Um, because people were trying to understand why
0: there yeah, were mass disappearances and where are
1: people going in this middle of nowhere town. And uh, so all of these things seem to tie back to this idea of, you know, I, I don't know why people so closely relate Skinwalkers to Courage the cowardly dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess there are like some some references there courage can like shape shapeshift and, uh, you know, it's uh, this idea of someone kind of stalking you coming to your home, targeting you. Um, like like a lot of the villains in this show do, they they gain Eustace and Muriel's trust and come into their home and then try to abduct them in some way but even though there are uh, several bizarre (laughs) stories and legends (laughs) that are said to have inspired courage's farmhouse the only thing that has actually been confirmed by the writer Dilworth himself is that he was highly inspired by the Dust Bowl Mm -hmm. and hence Kansas (laughs) and that he also got inspiration to write the first pilot episode the chicken from outer space uh during his time at a girlfriend's farm and this is his his quote about that experience he said i was traveling out west visiting a farm that my uh, that the family of my girlfriend lived and worked on one late afternoon we were sitting out on the porch having a refreshment the wheat was rippling from the hot wind Mm. it was like being on the sea fireflies turned the grass festive admiring the monstrous clouds that dominate the sky out there an intense ball of light suddenly appeared and i was startled by the feeling that it was looking at us and suddenly it disappeared i asked my girlfriend what was that she replied grinning who knows (laughs) (laughs) it was then that i started writing the alien chicken the next day uh so Uh, In looking at his kind of background, he has a lot of fascination with the idea of these, you know, rural areas having Mm -hmm. a lot of paranormal happenstances and people spotting UFOs and things like that. Um, And he was very... uh, Alien Chicken was originally going to be in black and white. It was going to be kind of an homage to the B-horror films of the 40s and 50s. And so to me, I think his inspiration was probably more personal and from a love of horror. Um, but I don't know. in. Well, yeah, let us know what you think. Do you think it was based in some form of reality? We may never know.
0: Yeah, uh, no. I do know. I do know that Truth and Consequences is a banger town name.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Such a bizarre name for a town. Uh, and I I do appreciate that Dilworth is very, like, when people are like, this is our theory about the show. He's like, you're right, because <laughs> my show is art and art can be interpreted yeah. any way you want. So uh, we'll probably never get any kind of clear answer in that regard, because he's always very just like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Cool. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> uh, But I mean, at the end of the day, it cannot be ignored. This show had a a really big impact on the like landscape of what was happening for, uh, you know, film and cartoons and animation at this time and was just a huge influential thing for a lot of us who grew up as spooky and horror lovers. Uh, If you somehow are here and have not listened to our Ruined by Goosebumps episode, we do talk Uh, a bit about Courage the Cowardly Dog and that's still to this day probably one of my favorite episodes we've done um but just you know the the landscape we grew up in um the the beautiful time of horror for children that would never <laughs> get shown today uh we we grew up in the midst of something really cool and special and uh courage was definitely a a formative show for young midge mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh that is that's all I've got on this little little show. Um, I hope that many of you also watched this and enjoyed revisiting it. I hope I unlocked some spooky doors in your brain and you remembered how traumatized you were by Fred and King Ramses. If you are enjoying listening to this podcast, we would absolutely love if you would consider leaving us a review and rating wherever you are listening. Um, and we do like to leave those here. We don't we don't like to leave them. We like to read them. <laughs> um, and you can get extra creative if you want. If you don't listen on Apple Podcasts and you can't leave us a review where you're listening, you can DM us much like I believe our our pal did today. <laughs> Why yes, uh, today we have a review from Jasmine
0: uh, who gave us a far, far, five a far star, star yeah. a five star rating, a five star rating on Spotify, um, and DM'd us her review since they do not do reviews on that platform. <laughs> uh, Jasmine says, 10 out of ten stars. I Yay. look forward to each new episode every week." These ghouls are so fun and funny, and I want to do chores around the house just so I can listen. Thank you for all the work you put into the podcast, Penny and Midge Hart.
1: Five stars for each of us. I love when that happens. Five stars for
0: each of us. (laughs) I do love that.
1: Well, if you would uh, like to see some horrifying photos of... Creatures from Courage the Cowardly Dog, you can follow us over on Instagram at Pod, And you can also check out there. We have merch for the show. If you want a t-shirt or a sticker or a tote bag with our ghoulish faces on it, you can get one of those right over there. And if you are looking for me, you can find me across all platforms at MidgeMunster. And you can find me at Penny Snark. And until next time goodbye